Y'all crying about missing the good old days? They never left. They are waiting for you to come and visit. We light up a fire every weekend, crank up the tunes, and tap the keg. Life can still be great in your 50s! <laughs> working on a for the song and then I was kind of like uh, I'll just take another little look um, just to make sure that I've got like the funny quotes and stuff like that um, and I was like what the fuck am I meant to say to begin with like I know to regional weather report yeah oh oh we already covered that Ohio's hot yeah um, we, we just really we blasted through all of our good material I know we all our banter was unrecorded <sighs> See, people want to know too. people want to know all about people want to hear about about how hot Ohio is and how it's <laughs> Right. If I had been listening to a podcast, you know, and I'm listening to my my monotone college kid reading horror stories from Reddit for three straight hours, uh, and he started with, and just so you know, it's very hot in Ohio. I would have thought twice about moving. <laughs> Literally, no one's ever said that to me before. People always say it's no cold idea. in Ohio. I have no idea. Right. Okay, so what we'll do, um, I'll just, I'll click, so uh, now we'll cut it from there. I'll do all this in post. Uh, we'll cut it from there and we'll start again from now. Hey, so how's Ohio? What's <laughs> 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 Ohio, Ohio's hot. It's just hot. That's Ohio's surprisingly hot. That's all there is going on. It's and and I'll tell you the worst thing. I'll tell you the worst thing about Ohio. Yeah, I can't complain about it on social media because people from the Midwest are very sensitive. <laughs> oh. And I don't wanna like, I don't wanna upset anyone. That's right. You offended two Midwesterners in your first day in Ohio. I sure yes. did, yes. You told me that? That's right. Yes. <laughs> very on accident. What happened? Well <laughs> wait, who was the first one we offended? You remember? Yeah. Who did we offend? Oh, it was the so our landlord, and I'm now convinced that this was all a sham. But when we were when we were moving into this apartment, oh, our landlord was like, "Yeah, you could definitely live here and commute to Oberlin because there's an Oberlin professor that lives in another one of my buildings, and yeah, we should get you guys in contact and like you can carpool and blah blah blah." And so we're like, "Great!" And then he's like, "Just contact our office for his info." And so Kip did, and then he got an email back that was like, "Sir." Please respect the privacy of our other tenants. Whether once or or like twice, like I after the third time of our landlord saying you need to email about you know getting in contact with this guy, I was finally like, okay, fine. As a favor to you, man, I will do this. I don't want to, <laughs> but I will. And then immediately got back an email that was like, sir. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but, but, and yesterday I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, I'll bet this Oberlin professor doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I'll bet this is just a ploy ah. to get, because, okay, so coming from the Bay Area, you're really used to like you being the one who has to sell, you know, and the landlord is the one that's like, I'm allowing you. So ah. it didn't even occur to me that he would be selling this apartment to us and like fibbing a little bit right. about how close it was to things. 
You were catfished. I you were both catfished. So I'm like completely convinced that there's no Oberlin professor. Yeah, and he kind of was like, he would mumble the name, and it was, he would be like, yeah, well, you know, I'll just Steve, get you in touch with her. Steven. And then... <laughs> Steven Hurd. Just email about her. And it was like the kind of name where I was like, and what is his name again? Yeah. <laughs> so it could have been, it could have been a boy. Yeah. And then the second dude was a dude that I got in a fight with on Twitter. Mm. That just goes to show. You can't subtweet anymore. He's like a Miss white, America. he's like a white, a white bicycle guy. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. I hate bicycle guys. Uh-huh. Like, uh, They're yeah. awful. Every man that rides a bicycle is bad. Yes, I like I like riding a bicycle, but I every time I go and get my bike repaired, they're like, "How could you have done this to her?" I'm like, "Man, like, shut up! Just like <laughs> fix the bike." <laughs> How many times per day that that dude says that? It's like you work in bike repair. <laughs> Every every bike that comes in is a is a damsel in distress. Yeah, why not go and work in bike manufacturing if you care so much about the life of a bike? Why be at like the the end point, you know, right. of a bike's life? Yeah. Also, like I'm sorry, like okay, a boat I can see being feminized because it's kind of like round. Because boats are hot. <laughs> boats are sexy. But a bicycle, a bicycle is it has got to be masculine. Not hot. Because it's kind of phallic. It's got a... <laughs> Phallus is welded together. Yeah. So calling, I mean, not to be a, a genital essentialist or anything, but bike guys. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, white guilt's at an all-time high. Like, uh, in Australia, there's a viral tweet right now, which is a screenshot of a Tinder conversation between an indigenous Australian and a white guy, and he sends a land acknowledgement. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> First, I would like to acknowledge. Yes, I'm sending this message from stolen land. Oh my god! You gotta respect it. I mean, that's a new level of game. To be honest, it didn't. I don't think it was successful. Yeah, think, well, yeah. <laughs> like, <did you> just- <laughs> okay, this is good. So we're already talking about public feelings, which is maybe maybe that's the thing that the podcast is about. Yes. Yeah, more than anything, public feelings. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is who else is listening? Should we say our names too? Huh? Or should we have persona? Oh yeah. Oh persona. I didn't think about that. Oh, like okay, because then you could get away with the attack. Well, maybe not if you put yeah. I'm happy I have my name. I'm happy with the persona, but I can't think of a persona. It would it would have to be interesting enough to be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Right. I I am Kip Jess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is who else is listening. I'm Lachlan. I can't pronounce my name. But I'm Lachlan. That's your persona, Lachlan. <laughs> Uh, I'm Jess. And I'm Jalachlan. Does that mean that? I'm Kip. Okay. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, public feelings. I'm happy with saying a podcast about public feelings. Yeah. All right. Cut that in and post. Um, <laughs> and music and YouTube and typically older people. Typically. Not exclusively, but there's a generational thing happening. There is a generational thing happening. There's also a... a a digital public space thing happening. Mm-hmm. Public, but not public. Public, but intimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like intimate public nostalgia in some songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what, so what songs did you all choose? Well, I chose Night Moves because I've been, ever since you sent the, the cut of our intro, I've been like really 
really into it. Steady rotation. <laughs> so North Carolina and Ohio is just night moves. Yep, the whole yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was about a cool 10 hours with no AC in the truck. Night moves on <laughs> steady repeat. Mishka screaming in the back seat. <laughs> about two inches of visibility out the back window. Yeah. <laughs> night moves is also exciting because I only learned of this song recently. Um, and it was brought to me from the, the 30 Rock episode where she's eating cheese at night and she sings night cheese. Night cheese, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good guy. And, uh, yeah, so I was aware of night cheese before I was aware of night moves. Ah, okay. That's interesting. Which, um, one, of the, one of the patterns I noticed in the comments were like people being brought to night moves from various television shows, but night cheese was not one of them. Huh. I I guess it's like 30 Rocks, maybe. It's kind of old now, huh? Yeah. About to phase out of pop culture. Probably. Yeah, they're doing a, a, a COVID reunion. So. Oh, boy. Uh, Death now. Yeah. That'll be a doozy. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, how you how people get to the, to that song on YouTube. Like, how who introduced it to them. Like, announcing the pathways that led there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird thing. Or saying what number poster you are. Yeah. I chose uh, Signs by the Five Man Electrical Band. Because... Um, that was just a song that I was on this little bender of listening to that type of music. Uh, and it's just really just like super, super rich with like public nostalgia about the seventies being better or like people partying with the band or something like that. Um, and also it's kind of got like a, like a semi, it's kind of got a hippie message about private property and stuff. So you've got like posts about people being like, ah, you know, I'm still like that. And other people being like, ah, like I learned the hard way that that's not the way to live or something like that. So this, it's, it's really rich with emotions. Hmm. This one's mostly rich with like a uh, teenage eroticism and memories ah. of teenage eroticism. Cause it is a song about having sex in a car. Is it? I think. More or less. What is there a lyric that's uh, out past the cornfields where the woods got heavy in the back seat of my '60 Chevy? Ah, that's yeah. I'd say <laughs> that's borderline explicit about sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, w- would you like me to read all the all the lyrics? <laughs> no, we're not, you know, <laughs> in a monotone, uh, monotone voice. Yeah, please go ahead. Give me, give me, give me the next sexy line. All right, let's see. Hold on. Let me pull it up, pull the lyrics up here. I wasn't expecting to have to do this. Oh, I'm sorry. Night moves. Well, oh, I don't want to read this. It's really gross. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, she was a black-haired beauty with big, dark eyes, points of her own, set way up high, way up firm and high. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't. Where else we got here? We weren't in love. <laughs> Oh, no, go ahead. We don't need, I don't need to read Okay, let's cut that. <laughs> oh my we'll God. Cut, we'll cool. cut that out. <laughs> what song did you choose, Kip? For me, I chose uh, Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden because it's like the only song I listen to. But also because I feel like uh, there's a weird Gen X hole, I feel like, on YouTube where all ages come in onto buzz ballads and just have some different relationship with it. Like, I saw one on one of these. It might have been on Black Hole Sun, actually. I saw one on a buzz ballad that was like, my grandpa told me about Elvis. My dad told me about Freddie Mercury. I'm going to tell my children about sound. <laughs> and I was like, what? How, what age are you? What age could this person be who, who loves Soundgarden, but whose grandfather was a fan of Elvis, 
Why is like it's a very small generation, though. Yeah, it's one of those micro generations, the Soundgarden generation. Mm -hmm. I told somebody yes, I told somebody the other day. Somebody was asking what the difference between Gen X and millennials are, and I told told him, Gen X is anybody who likes Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> millennials are anybody who likes Darius Rucker as a solo act, and that these categories are mutually exclusive and they're firm. It's the only <laughs> option. And it has nothing to do with time or age. It's or like though, that that is the. Uh. If you're, if you're like a Gen Z kid and you're doing a TikTok dance uh, to hold my hand, you're Gen X, <laughs> officially, by law. Well, it's hard to argue with that. Although Gen Z doesn't like bands. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear. That's going to be, I'm going to write, that's going to be. They kind of, yeah, we, we'll talk about that at some point. We need to phase into being boomers and just start writing op-eds like, does Gen Z even listen? Do they bands? even like bands? I remember seeing something like a long time ago that was like the death of the album. Right. Right, because millennials don't like albums or whatever. Uh -huh. So the next is going to be the death of the song. Right, it's just the 10 seconds or so that's necessary for like the hook that gets repeated in the TikTok clip. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of Brian, Brian Eno talking about when he made the Microsoft sound and he's like, uh, it taught me to listen to like uh, three seconds of a song as being a song in itself. So maybe this is about like just like, the, the generational focusing in on the, the beauty of music and just getting to just like doing away with the fluff, chorus, verse, verse, chorus kind of shit and just getting in on that hook and just playing it over and over again. Just bear down. That's like okay. kind of how I wish I could listen to music anyway. Yeah. Just just the good, the good part over and over <laughs> again. The good note, the one good note. Mm -hmm. Chopped and repeated. <laughs> yep. 150 times, and then the, that's the that's the end. Okay, so who's gonna go first in the public feelings? Maybe Jess. Maybe you have to go first because there's nine moves. I'll go first. I'll go first. So there are basically there are three genres, or like three and a half genres of comment on uh, night moves. Uh huh. There's the like nostalgic comment, uh, mixed with like. Other than nostalgic, like uh, wish, wishing for having that nostalgia. Oh. Um, there's the reference to another piece of media that led them to Night Moves comment. Uh -huh. And then there's the COVID-19 comment. I guess the reference isn't super interesting. I guess I'll start with, with a thread. That's the first thing under the, under the video by someone named Ruth Tursky. Writing in all caps with a uh, very erratic spacing <laughs> between the words. And it was edited, too. And yet it is still riddled with misspellings. I don't mean to make fun of you, Ruth. This is actually very sweet, but I just, I, it's a little bit amusing. No, it's all part of the texture. Yeah, so here's Ruth. Um, oh, I love all of his music. I am 79 years old and sing every word with him and dance around the living room. I love this one, comma. <laughs> There's Ruth. That's beautiful. And then the next is all lowercase with lots of ellipses. Um, from someone named Litterbox with two X's. <laughs> oh, and I should say Ruth has a uh, 577 thumbs ups and zero thumbs down. So good for her. Good on Ruth, huh? Yeah. yeah. So he says, "Good for you." He got me through my. My <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and then there's another. He tried again. He got me through the hardest times of my life. I hope you are still dancing with us. And then we have a sideways smiley with a nose. <laughs> I love the ellipses. I, I, I've never typed anything with ellipses, I think. Um, 
I like. This is many ellipses too. This is more than three. This is this is six. What does that indicate that the three ellipses would uh, the three full stops wouldn't? That's a good question. So in the first in the first attempt at this comment, Litterbox says "good for you," and it is followed by uh, twelve ellipses. He got me through my. And then in the second attempt, uh, he got me through the hardest times of my life. Six ellipses. I hope you are still dancing with us. So it seems like maybe he like stepped back a little bit in the second comment. Right. I know we're not supposed to be making fun of these people, but it's really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're making fun. Like taking seriously that type of communication. Uh, Right. There's a difference between 12 12 ellipses and, and six. Keep in mind, too, that this song about getting a hand job in high school got this man through the hardest part of his life. <laughs> and it's like really difficult not to make well, fun of that Well, it's an interesting concept. song because like I never thought of it as being about that when I listened to it because I don't really pay, wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics the first time and I was like, oh, this is like about being a teenager at night, you mm, know? And, that's what I thought, yeah. Right, and like having, having fun, sneaking around. So I can, I can understand all these feelings. And I wish I'd never looked at the lyrics. <laughs> I feel like it kind of ruins it. But you know, there is something. I mean, a, a hand job is a certain kind of thing, right? Because there's a point in your life when it's extremely exciting, uh-huh. and that point, once it's gone, never comes back. It has a hard ceiling. The hand job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it. It's the ultimate nostalgic act. <laughs> And you never, you never reach that level of like excitement where like it's not just excitement for sex, but it's excitement for like like breaching, like entering into sex as a thing. Right, like, right. Which is the only time the handjob can be exciting. <laughs> I also there are lyrics in here that implies it's not just handjobs, but it's also the other way because he says, "I used her, she used me." Oh, uh, okay. This is also about fingering, which I will say does not get old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So take that. Well, yeah. I mean, he's working on his language, right? He's practicing. Yeah, he's pra- they're both practicing. It's not like the skills go away. Ah. I feel like hand job skills do go away. Yeah, that's because <laughs> your enthusiasm goes away. Right. Like every art, it's mostly about how yeah. Passion you put into yeah. It. Anyway, uh, to re- responding to Ruth, we have Tobias Hildebrand. Uh huh. We go down in age, so we have Ruth at seventy nine. And now we have Tobias Hildebrand. Ruth Tursky, he addresses her, comma, hugs said to you, dear one, comma, listening now at 57 and in tears, thinking too much of lost love. Say your post and it made my day. Be well, Tobias Hildebrand. <laughs> mm. And Tobias, what a nice message. That's sweet. I like it when they sign them too, because you know that's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have someone named Junior. 1767, who just says, hey, you okay? Oh. <laughs> checking in. Just checking in on Ruth. Let's just checking in on Ruth. But the, this person didn't sign off with their name, so they're not really... No, he did not sign off. He did not punctuate. Mm, okay. uh, he did not name himself or Ruth. That just sounds all hollow. I bet you he goes to all the, the YouTube videos, right? And posts them like that, trying to get a little, little bit of action. Yeah. Yeah. That's his nightmare. That's his nightmare. Yeah, his nightmare is asking if people are okay on YouTube. <laughs> ah, that's the millennial night move. Yeah, going on oh. YouTube comments. Oh, no. Oh. He's oh. <laughs> Someone says something very mean here. 
oh shit, Grandpa's has Grandpa's has Vietnam flashbacks. Weird. Which like, if you were even reading, you would know that it's Grandma. Right. And what would any of that have to do with any? With Vietnam, I don't know. There's some very mean comments on here that I don't want to read because I don't want to hurt Ruth's feelings in case she ever hears this. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, so this is all all in the same thread? Yes, this is all one thread. Wow, Ruth. Here's someone named uh, Veli Sapanen who gets at, I think, what I'm trying to get at here. Um, this is from three weeks ago. As this song plays, I'm willing to bet that you don't feel your chronological age. I certainly don't feel mine. With Bob's help, I'm 20-something forever. Oh. So Veli... Is still on the handjob train. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> with, with the help of night moves. Here comes J. Cole. I will still bring the heat. I am 29. Followed okay. up with a comment that says, every good man will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Every good man will. Every good man that's will. Fantastic. Right. Bob's help. Mm-hmm. And here comes Matthew Keegan. Oh, you get it, Ruth. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a thread this long. I, I have a couple of threads to talk about, but they're only like three or four. I think that it's so recent. Uh, oh, okay. It's COVID posting. I was just wondering if there was something about the song that inspires uh, posting in a thread or like the type of comment that inspires posting in a thread. But I have similar comments, but they were only like three or four deep, generally speaking. That's a good question. I don't really, I think that's the longest thread I see here. Mm-hmm. So Ruth has a hundred. Oh no, there are other very long ones. So Ruth has sixty-three. There's one here with ninety-two. Mm. Who still loves the song in January twenty twenty? Mm. Um, we've got one with the real tomato says me. <laughs> South Mod says twenty twenty. <laughs> Caleb O says STFU like how original. You're basically doing the twenty twenty. Anyone like if you do. <laughs> Caleb O is not impressed yeah there's a lot of skeptics on YouTube yeah Casey Cole says amen all the glory belongs to Lord God amen amen with commas <laughs> interspersed sporadically in between mm, I love the comma ellipses do you see any of them yeah I see I haven't seen a ton of them but I see them from time to time in here here we go dirty poo holes understands what this is about he says I do Reminds me of 1978 and a blonde beauty. The both of us stuck in the sand on the levee going to Shit Creek just outside of Yuma, Arizona. She went to Bisbee and got married and widowed. And I'm on the other side of the world, retired and speaking another language. Roads taken and roads not taken. That's life. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. That's so Dirty poo holes five months ago. Oh, man. That should be the song. Here I am on the other side of the world. Speaking a different language. <laughs> Here comes Matt Sosa, who does not agree with this type of comment. He says, I never understood this type of comment. I mean, you could just say who's listening right now, and whoever responds is listening at the same time that you commented. Why add an entire date to it? Laughing, crying face. <laughs> it literally says when the person commented. It's as if January 2020 is the only date in history that people are limited to like this song. I'm not hating or trying to be mean. I love this song too, but that's always been such a strange style of comment to me. Shrugging man. <laughs> that's so sad. A lot of feelings. But yeah, fine. I don't know what to say about that one. They're still kind of coy about it. The shrug emoji is kind of like, sorry, you know, I had, I had, it had, it had to be said. Had to be said. Oh, here comes somebody with the. This is the real fit comment. <laughs> This is what real music sounds mm-hmm. like, not that auto-tune shit from Kanye and all the loser <laughs> rappers of today. 
I love, and I love when those get really dated. Uh, so I've seen some that are kind of like, this is this is way better. Not like the the contemporary shit like Justin Bieber or like somebody who's kind of like. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I'll do one more. Mm -hmm. Should I do a COVID thread or should I do another nostalgic thread? Mm, maybe another nostalgic thread because I think we should do an episode that's all COVID posts. Okay. Right. Well, here's a Tony Poloni. He has an Italian flag in case you couldn't uh, ascertain that from his username. This song reminds me of my dad. I was a kid and we would be driving in his Chevy and this would come on the AM radio. I'm like disturbed by this comment now that I know what it's about. This song uh, reminds me of my dad. Anyway. He would sing along perfectly. I would watch him and listen. Such fond memories. On his funeral day, my wife and I were driving home from the cemetery. Something made me turn the radio on. Night moves came on, literally at the moment I hit the power knob. Uh, I could cry briefly, then all the good memories of my dad came over me. Thank you, Mr. Seeger, for such an incredible song. I love that. That's so sweet. And I love when people address the artist. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Twist on Tony Poloni. Oh. Uh, thank you, everyone. I miss my dad every day. I realize now how wonderful he was. My father had a depth of soul that was second to none. I believe it was his Polish Catholic upbringing. I'm glad he passed it on to me. We all need to take care of each other. God bless Canada and God bless America. There's a lot of Tony Polonia isn't even Italian. That's a lot of flags going around. Well, we all know, as we all know, the Italian gene passes through the female side. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> It's not just it's not just Polish and Italian, but also Canada and, and the USA. Which is yeah. you don't often see "Bless Canada" and "Bless America" in the same breath. Oh, yeah. Usually, you don't hit four countries in one. Yeah, <laughs> true. Did anyone in the thread uh, call Tony Poloni out on this? No, but someone did say, "I'm sorry for your loss. What the hell is Bob Seger killing everyone's dad?" <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people here commenting about their this dad's funeral and this song. Oh no. Oh no. Twist. Mr. Seeger. Mr. Seeger. Oh, that's a good gag. How dare you? Turn the page. <laughs> I guess that's it. I guess that's it for me. In a funny how the night moves. I'll go because I have a I have a segue off of the dead dad burst. <laughs> Why is Bob Seger so handsome? So, all right, this is from Black Hole Slide, and these are two comments that are unrelated to each other, but they are one right after the other uh, in a very stark way. So first, um, okay, so my grandpa was lying in his deathbed yesterday. He passed away early this morning. He let me play a song for him on the guitar, and I knew he always listened to the rock radio station, so I wanted to play something he would recognize. So I played this song. Black Hole Sun. He could barely talk. He could barely even move. He could only groan or whisper. I played the song on his guitar, and when I finished, he gave me two thumbs up. And that was the last I saw from him. I'm taking care of his guitar now, and it's just crazy how fast these things can happen. Just a few months ago, he was walking, talking. He seemed so healthy. He only just started getting into this state in March or April this year. Then he follows up a little bit later with, I want to thank all the people who replied to this comment, except for that Michael Sedlak guy. That dude must be a piece of shit. <laughs> and you guys were really amazing, helped me a lot. It was a nice thing to do something I enjoy to make someone's death a little bit less painful. 
And the comment immediately below it is, my dad used to sing this song to me, except he changed the words to asshole song. True story. <laughs> so just imagine the emotional roller coaster that I went on <laughs> when I scrolled down to the first two comments under Black Hole Sun. That's just like way too much, man. That's really good. That's the thing. My dad used to do that with the system of a down. He would wake me up. <laughs> When he would wake me up for high school, he would come in and he'd be like, Wake up! Grab a brush and put a little mega! <laughs> With that, what, your dad knew that song? Yeah. Oh, far out. Get a hip, dad. <laughs> you should comment that on the music video. I might do that. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to comment on YouTube, though. It's too scary. Yeah. What You're if afraid somebody, of a 90-person 90, 90 thread? What if somebody makes fun of me on there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck your dad. It's so funny. There are 84 replies on, on that original comment, mm -hmm. and he only calls out one dude, which makes me think that there are 83 like nice, supportive, positive replies, and there's just <laughs> one fucking asshole who wandered in with his real name. You can't see it there? It's, a, it's not visible there? I didn't, want, I didn't want to wade through. Mm. I didn't want to wade through 80s of comments to try to find something that would make me upset. <laughs> so I just, so I hit you with a nostalgia, a nostalgia post after that. After that, Dyad. This was one of the stoniest songs of the 90s, in my opinion. I really felt like I was tripping whenever I would see this video on MTV in 94. <laughs> just the visuals and the way things appear here are very psychedelic influence. <laughs> I'd say LSD influenced, if you ask me. Whoa. Yes. There was a lot of acid back then. Maybe still is. <laughs> maybe there still is, Maybe. Man. Maybe. I like that there's a straw man in this dude's head who's like, what, was there acid back then in the 90s? No, yes. <laughs> oh, what's the film clip? I haven't seen it. It's particularly psychedelic. It has something happening. It's, it's, I would oh, say it's man. pretty psychedelic. Yeah, you okay. gotta watch it, dude. Uh, it's very 90s. It's just like... They're in the suburbs, and, uh, you know, he's wearing a Punisher t-shirt and shit. Mm. And, uh, he's wearing a Punisher t-shirt? The Punisher exists? Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure he's got a Punisher t-shirt on. Anyway, we should, I don't uh, know about Punisher. There's, uh, so it's all the suburb type people, but then they, like, start to smile, and their mouths get too big. They're smiling too hard, man. Oh. And there's a Barbie, but it's melting. They're barbecuing Barbies, and there's, like, a... A TV, but the static's on, and like, you know. And there's a guy doing push-ups, and everybody starts to freak out, but the guy doing push-ups keeps doing push-ups. That's another one of the comments. <laughs> this fucked up. It sounds like it's about the system. It, it does sound like the system. Well, Society, too. I hear uh, somebody would agree with you. It is today I realize he sung about the unspoken evil and fake humans who rule the world. Prove me wrong. If you can. <laughs> That's like, you'd be proving it right. That's a tough gambit, yeah. Well, let me tell you, I'm 8,498 Earth years old. Nobody from my home planet of Omicron, Cephalopod I-17B, understands why I use my sonar re receptive loads to receive sound waves from your primitive rocky planet full of silica, iron, and numerous carbon life form. I particularly enjoy the collection of organic cells known as quote-unquote human. Almost. 
<laughs> almost everyone here prefers that new top 40 overproduced tripe known as 60 hertz repeating, also colloquially at tone two. I admit I'm a fan of 30 to 45 hertz, but anything over that is pure Lamarack drawbacks. Why won't anybody here understand me? I was born the wrong galactic quadrant. Bloody, that guy, that guy is psychedelic, huh? He's living proof that acid still exists. Does he think that, that cells are called humans? <laughs> I'd say LSD influenced it, yes. <laughs> That's a doozy. So I'm going to hit you with one that is kind of sad and kind of weird, and there is no punctuation. Mm, good. And I'm just going to point out that the poster's name is Jody because it comes up. In my eyes, they still weep crying because the reason why my heart beats inside of me alone with a heart, you never know what will always be here for you to be with me. I love you so much more than my heart beats inside of me because I don't know why my heart beats inside of me. Black hole sun shining bright, erase away the pain anymore. I don't know why my heart beats anymore. I tried to find out why there was so many questions I can answer why my heart beats inside cold and damn the reason my old friend Jody, why me? Wow. I don't like that. This comment appears in some form uh, or another like three or four times under this video. Yeah, I found that like a, a little disturbing. Yeah, that's almost as disturbing as the the barbecued Barbie that yeah. you can see in the in the video. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the comments were like, "This video traumatized me as a child because I guess people don't like that. They don't like it. No. Huh. It's not, it's not a super child-friendly video. No, it's really not. Okay. I remember being a kid and seeing some shit on MTV that I was like, this is too scary. Mm. Who, who was that? Oh, who were they? Aphex Twin. Mm. Aphex Twin videos. Oh, yeah. Like, well, this isn't, this should not be on top. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. that's scary. We're just <laughs> a bunch of kids being spooky. We had a channel in Australia called Rage, which is kind of like MTV. And uh, from like, it's on the national broadcaster because we have like a national broadcaster. Um, and so from 12 o'clock to 4 o'clock at night, they would play just music videos. I remember when I couldn't sleep, I'd go and turn it on. Just, just like horrifying imagery, right? That I still have in my head of just, I don't know, dolls walking around. I don't know. But it still like gives me a little bit of shape yeah, thinking yeah. about it. There's always some, like, every 90s video, some fucking doll, porcelain uh -huh. doll head. Or... All right, I got, one, I got one more for you. This reminds me of my guinea pig, P-Deck. In his coconut shell house. He's been gone for 10 years now, but I still miss him. Aww. And then it's a list of, uh, after that, you have to click see more, and it goes, thumbs up if you're still listening in, insert year. Who listening during quarantine? If this isn't playing at my funeral. My dad used to dot, 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 dot. My mom used to dot, dot, dot. My grandma used to dot, dot, dot. This was real, capital M music, dot, 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 dot. Uh, number of thumbs down. People need to dot dot dot, and then two eye roll emojis. Wow. Giving critique just wow. tucked right into this guinea pig. Right. This is this is like the equivalent of the the video clip, right? And just the scathing critique of society just happening, man. Getting you in with the guinea pig, and then fucking hitting you with the truth. Yeah, it just yeah. starts starts you out with a very nice suburban, easy listening, and then boom. Barbie doll. Barbie doll. No. <laughs> Take that, society. In a funny how the night moves.
Okay, I got some doozies that kind of tap into that feeling for, for science by the five-man electrical band who actually has six members. And so uh, there's a whole genre of posts uh, on this video just being like, why the fuck are they called the five-man electric band? Like there's a fucking sixth person in the photo. <laughs> but I, did, I, didn't, I didn't put down any of them to talk about. Um, so the first one that I have is just like a classic I saw these, it's from seven years ago. I saw these guys in, in, in club in Tucson, Arizona, right before science became a national hit. We partied at a house in the desert there. These were the good old days for me. And that's uh, bacon and beer. And the guy has a really impressive uh, handlebar mustache. And then, so that was seven years ago. Then old gringo replies two years later. I lived in Tucson back in the late 1970s, early 1980s. Hippies were everywhere, and they were a great source of my entertainment, in parentheses, in a good way. I wasn't making fun of them. They just had a great sense of humor and made me laugh all the time. Those were definitely different and fun times. Tucson has never been the same. I wish I could time travel just to spend a day or two at Tucson in the 1970s. It was a blast. Peaceful, in brackets, mostly, but fun, fun, simple times. I miss that. Nice. I don't know that I've ever heard of anyone reminiscing over hippies of Tucson. Yeah, I didn't... I guess I'll bet, you know, did Tucson exist in the 70s? But I guess it probably did. The hippies probably invented it. Yeah. Far out. It's way, how old is Tucson? When I imagine Arizona, I imagine it being very, like, recent. I guess that's not true at all. Probably. Huh. <laughs> and Tucson's got kind of like it. Maybe it's like a kind of Santa Fe-ish right. vibe there. Well, I've got some Californian-based posts here. <clears throat> In 1973, I was backpacking with some friends in Northern California, and we all had long hair, and there was a sign that said, no trespassing, and there was an old guy in front of the sign, and I told him, jokingly, what gives you the right to put up a fence to keep me out, but to keep Mother Nature in? If God was here, he'd tell you, that to, your to, he'd tell you to your face that, man, you're some kind of sinner. And the old guy gave me a long, drawn-out explanation that he inherited the property from his father, and if I wanted to cut across the land, he'd have no problem with that, but I couldn't hunt or camp on it. My friends laughed their asses off, but the old guy never understood that I was just quoting lyrics of this song. So that's my story. Aww. It's a nice uh, little story, but it's approved a little bit divisive. So you got one with uh, the first response here. We got lol, good one. Sounds like he he changed his no trespassing to trespassing, but as you said, no hunt or camp. And then in, in capital letters. So obviously the lyrics changed his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Noble Roofing and General Contracting said, now that's a good one to remember. Made me laugh and I do not even know you. I like the idea that you can only laugh at, like, at something someone you know says. <laughs> I'd love to laugh, sir, but we're not friends. I didn't even know you and I still laugh. I also like the idea that this dude is at his work at the roofing company. Yeah, just posting. And he's just replying to comments. <laughs> like, I did, a, I did an interview with a dude one time. And he was on his computer, and I, he was like, okay, ask me your questions, and then I'll think about them and respond. And the whole time he was scrolling his Facebook feed, and his Facebook feed was all car crash videos. <laughs> so I had to, like, you know, I asked him probably, like, 45 minutes of questions just straight through, and he would nod and then kind of do his hand to say, like, go to the next one. And the whole time, his eyes are glued to a series of car crash videos. Oh, holy shit, Okay. <laughs> So that's kind of the person that I imagine is like he's like working in his roofing office and somebody's coming in to like set up a, a contract and he's like, okay, sure, I'm just scrolling comments. <laughs> no, I'm just in, I'm typing into the contract right now. 
But we have some naysayers after this. We got Jeff Bingerman who says, I remember that if in fact it was you and not a third party story. Oh, oh. coming in with the accusation. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then Skip, Skip Tracer says, sounds like you're a bit of a dick. <laughs> So it gets worse. And then Pit1979 closes out the thread with, hate this fucking song and came here just to say so. Go buy your own piece of land and let whoever the hell you want to trample on it if you so choose. Those who want to put up a sign, well, that's the damn writer's landowner. Screw this song. <laughs> so wait, he just like knew that this song was going to have comments like that? Like, yeah. <laughs> bitch about land rights? Every single comment has him responding. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so then we have a really short thread. We got Flyboy Steven, who three years ago wrote, I have a first pressing of this album, and the album cover is different. It has a picture of a man and a woman with their tongues touching with slobber dropping from them uh -oh. and, and a marijuana plant in the background. And then Nell Sakoto responds, Steven, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It is awesome. Steven. Steven. <laughs> Sir. Sir. So now I've just I've just got a couple of like singles because I didn't have as like I didn't have the thread stuff happening so much on this song. But we got a classic like addressing the band from a person that once knew him from Bruce Ellison, who likes water skiing according to his picture. And he says, This was one this was one of the best times of my life over 40 years ago. I was the engineer. I worked with Dallas Smith as a producer. Dallas, if you see me, call me. It has been a long time. Hi, Les. Thanks for a great time. Bruce. Aww. Hmm. I wonder if the band of, like, if anyone ever sees the comments that are addressed to them. I think for these older bands, the record labels are just manage it. Right? Yeah. It's just costing it out there. I like the ones where the, the musicians, like, been long dead. Like a Hank Williams video, and they're like, Mr. Hank, blah, 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 blah. I like to think of Hank Williams sort of semi-translucent face like floating in the sky <laughs> looking down at the youtube comments just nodding quietly like that yes is, that is i was writing this song about that <laughs> you're correct so we got um this song was covered by a band named tesla who i've never heard of uh but apparently they did a big cover of it in the 90s and so team usa sports fan posted eight months ago this is how science is to be performed these guys had it right the first time or whatever time they recorded it Another group called Tesla made this explicit by the use of the F word in brackets, rhymes with puck. <laughs> Whoa. And then this is my favorite one. This is the one that I'm saving because this is the doozy. So this is posted by Fish in Solitude, one word. This is my favorite time of the year. The harvest is on, but the best part of the year starts in just a few weeks. That's when you'll find me fishing the river right up until the first snow. Along with the sounds of nature, there will be songs in my head. Songs to accompany my every cast. Songs to back the, up the sounds of water. Songs that made a difference in my life. And songs that changed the way the world thought. I bring the very best to the river, for it deserves nothing less. My hair will blow in the breeze, and in my mind this song will be heard. With not a sign in sight. Mm. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the other songs on the, the playlist of the things that play in my head as I cast are. I don't know. Are there big songs about, about fish? I just started singing Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog, but that was immediately wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's probably one of them. I'm sure it's a good soundtrack. I, I, like, this guy seems to hold the river in very deep respect. So uh, I, would, I would trust his soundtrack. I would trust yeah. his playlist. 
But then we got 465 Malt B responds uh, that same year. Not a sign in sight, but you'll have your fishing license, right? But yes, I agree with you. It's a great time of year. Have a good time fishing. <laughs> that was posted by the fish and wildlife guy. Like he like goes, right. he like searches uh, the comments on YouTube, just looking like, is anybody here talking about fishing or hunting? Uh, I got to remind them what's in season. I got to remind them to get their uh, license updated, but also to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to have fun. Most of all. But also make sure your license is up to date. <laughs> that too. So that's all I had. But so a little bit of nostalgia, but I think for a lot of it, it was sort of like, there was a lot of like private property stuff. Uh, a lot of people talking about, yeah, still agreeing with that, even though they're old now or kind of rejecting it. There was one that I had here. Oh yeah. From Dr. Skills with a C. <laughs> this is my last one. It was 1971 when I first heard this song. I had long hair, but my father was the CEO of a large technology company at the time, so I didn't need to work or go to class. I inherited some money from my old man and invested wisely. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And God bless Canada, too. Uh, yeah, also Paul Natalie. <laughs> That's the speech that that dude gave back when the guy came on and said, you gotta let, God would tell you you're sinning right now. <laughs> God bless America. All right, should we call that thing? So we have one minute and six seconds. That's the right thing to do, is to announce like that you're finishing and how long it's been to your audience so that they're completely apprised. Yeah, yeah. Bill, usually when you're on your commute, that's like how you measure time that's passed. Like mm -hmm. you, You've been driving for uh, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half, four hours to go. You should take a break at the next exit. <laughs> also, your commute is your commute is too long. You need to move or get a different job. Yeah, you shouldn't be commuting. An hour. Really, it's bad. Bad well, for you. Yeah, three or four hours. Like, yeah. It looks like you've got left. Really, you need to rethink everything yeah, that's going two, on. 280 miles. Also, commute. why are you commuting? Why is your workplace making yeah, you leave? We're in a pandemic. Right, you should have stayed you home. This is why I hate our audience already. Why are you driving? Go home. <laughs> this is all your fault. Oh. <laughs> don't leave the house. Also, don't listen to any podcast. No. Not just this one, but none. I think it's a slippery slope from podcasts and good podcasts to long commutes. Like, there's a causal relationship between getting attached to a podcast and getting into a job that's fucking in the next day. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't listened to podcasts really since I stopped commuting. Yeah, but I don't have anywhere to go. I don't just. I just don't I'm not gonna like podcasts. lay lay on the floor and like yeah, just sit with your arms folded. <laughs> <laughs> What have you got for me this week? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Let's call it there. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>